you from Percy. It's Wednesday night. It's podcast night. We got a good one for you. It's a little bit delayed, but we wanted wanted to do something for Veterans Day. So my first thought was to call my good friend Jim Palmer, who was a retired Army colonel, and have him on the show. Jim, we're glad you're here with us. Appreciate it. It's awesome to be here. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. We're glad you're here. And we're going to do songs performed by veterans, uh, which there's a lot. Uh, it, it took some digging to get here to see uh, who would make make our our different lists. So we've uh, that's that's the topic this week, and it should be a good one. And it's in honor of Veterans Day. And before we get started, I want to talk to Jim a little bit. Uh, Jim, how many years were you in? Uh, just over 33. 33 years. And retired as a full bird. Started out as a private E-2, active duty Army, um, recruited um, out of the Marshall, old Marshall County Mall where the recruiters used to be. Right, there. I remember and, uh, that. You know, I had a recruiter back then that when he shook my hand, he goes, I'll see you in 20 years. And I laughed at him and said, man, I'm here to get my GI Bill and Army College Fund. Two years and I'm out. And... Um, there it was 30-something years later. 33 years later, and you've been deployed twice. Correct. To Kuwait and mm-hmm. southern Iraq. Correct. And what did you do in the Army? So um, I finished out. So once I commissioned, I became what's called a Medical Service Corps officer. Right. And my specialty is medical logistics. So as my career went along, I kind of had, I went back and forth between medical logistics jobs and leadership management jobs in the Army. Okay. So I had opportunities for command at the uh, platoon, company and battalion and hospital level. And then, um, you know, got to work as a staff officer, logistics officer at um, one star, lieutenant corner level, one star and two star levels. So um, it, was a, it was a fun ride. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you and everything you've done for this country. And I mean yeah. that from the bottom of my heart. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. You are a local hero, and uh, thank you very much. And we're very happy to hear to have you here tonight. So it's good stuff, man. Thanks a lot. I'm uh, sure you can tell. It's an honor to be able to get here tonight, and you and and talk about veterans. So um, yeah, and uh, so good. Thank you very much. Yeah, good stuff. So this is going to be interesting. A lot of people don't know that there are a, a bunch of great musicians that were in the military. And we're going to discuss some of those tonight. And uh, before we get started, of course, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Spices Smokehouse Crackers. They always do a great job for us in Busted Oak Bourbon Society. And uh, thank y'all. We do want to mention a special thanks to the Alberville Tip-Off Club, the basketball team. Percy and I got to run the PA and the and the uh, music board last night at the game. We had a blast. And tomorrow night, we're judging the Christmas parade floats, Percy and Wilkie and I. Wilkie's here again tonight. Thanks for being here. And uh, that should be another uh, good time for us. So with all that out of the way, y'all ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, Percy, what are your honorable mentions? My first honorable mention is probably an obvious one, but it's by Sergeant Barry Sadler. And it's the Ballad of the Green Berets. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Barry Sadler was a Green Beret medic. Okay. Uh, that one never entered my head. Okay, good. My news. next one probably never entered your head. And it's, uh, 
Hank Thompson. He was a naval radio operator. Okay. And the song I'm going with is a six-pack to go. Six-pack to go. What was the guy's name? I've never heard of this guy before. It was Hank Thompson. Hank Thompson. All right. Great country music singer. Okay. And my last one is by a great songwriter, and it's John Prine. Yes. And he was stationed in West Germany during Vietnam. And the song I'm going with, strangely enough, and I think there's a lot of truth into this, but it's Your Flag Decal Won't Get You Into Heaven. That's a good song. Yes. John Prine's a great choice. Now, now him, I know. The other two guys, but good choices. All right. Jim, you're up, man. First, right. time, on, first time on with us. Let's All see right. what you got. I knew you would come prepared. It's too. exciting. Um, you know, had to do a bit of digging, and part of the fun of this whole project was doing the research. And you, you, you find out that some of these guys are veterans, and you realize they have some incredible stories. Yeah. So um, we'll get started off here with my honorable mention. So first is a fellow named Matt Hoggett. He's from Mississippi. And um, about 10 or 11 years ago, he had a video that came out on social media that kind of hit a, it was kind of viral, and it was called Dear Jimmy Buffett. So he was writing a song that he wanted to get on stage and, you know, and, and sing with Jimmy Buffett. Well, Jimmy Buffett heard the song, and um, invited him to come to his concert, and um, brought him on stage, and Matt got to sing a few songs, and he, when he sang Dear Jimmy Buffett, Matt was about to walk off the stage. He says, no, 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 wait just a minute, and Jimmy had written two more verses to his song. Um, the thing that kind of makes that special to me is my wife's 40th birthday was that same weekend, and we bought tickets, and we were there at the Birmingham show when he brought Matt on stage. Well, he and Jimmy developed a very strong friendship, and on social media, they were together all the time. So, um, you know, we miss Jimmy Buffett a lot, but I was glad to get to learn a little bit more about Jimmy through Matt Hoggett. Very um, good. Matt was a seven-year Mississippi Army National Guard veteran. My next Excellent. honorable mention is MC Hammer. You can't touch this. I didn't know MC Hammer was in the military. So I missed that one. Mr. M- <laughs> Bursty's nodding his head like, yeah, yeah. boy. MC Hammer was in the U.S. Navy from 81 to 84. Um, I was stationed in Korea from 1990 to 92. The Dance Clubs in Seoul, Korea by George. You Can't Touch This came on. The dance floor was full. And, I uh, bet. So it has a great memory there. Um, he was an aviation storekeeper. And then finally, my last honorable mention is Zach Bryan. So Good Zach choice. Bryan... Zach Bryan is burning up the charts these days. Um, on some of the um, streaming services I listen to, his music gets played there a lot. So Something in the Orange was the first song I heard of his, and I was like, God, what an incredible song. He was in the Navy for eight years, and he's had several interviews, and he's, he says all the time that the best eight years of his life and the best people he ever met were his time in the U.S. Navy. Outstanding. All right. So that's your honorable mentions. Those are good choices. All right, we're off and rolling. So my first honorable mention is Bill Withers. Uh, And Bill was in the Navy, served nine years, and he was an aircraft mechanic. And the song I'm choosing from Bill is Use Me. It's my favorite Bill Withers song. So that's my first honorable mention. My next, it's a little bit different, is Jason Everman. Now, Jason uh, played with Soundgarden. And he did a little bit of work with uh, Nirvana as well. Um, he was in the Army. He toured in Iraq and Afghanistan. He was an Army Ranger and a Green Beret. He played bass. And the song I'm going with 
sort of fitting for military. It's blow up the outside world by Soundgarden. So that's my second honorable mention. My last is Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Now, I never thought I'd put Tool on a list, but this guy has a voice. He's got range. He was a forward observer in the Army, and my song by Tool is Schism. So those are my honorable mentions. So good job, guys. Those are good honorable mentions. So let's get into the top five. Y'all ready? All right. First, what's your number five? My number five is from most people. Most people might not know that he was a Rhodes Scholar and also a helicopter pilot. And it's Chris Christopherson. Yeah. And it's who's to bless and who's to blame. Good and choice. Most everybody knows the story about he was a janitor at a at a record company, and he he basically wanted Johnny Cash to record his song, so he flew a helicopter onto his property and landed it in front of his house mm. to get him. And Johnny ended up recording "Sunday Morning Coming Down." Right, and then they went on and did they collaborated several several times through their careers. Right. And that was the great thing about Chris. Chris had so many other things he could have done. Mm-hmm. He was a road scholar, a helicopter pilot, but he gave out all that up because that was his dream to be a songwriter. Yeah, and one of the world's greatest. And thank goodness for us that he did. Yeah, absolutely. All right, it's so good number five. Jim, what you got for five? Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo Percy. Um, I had chosen Chris Christopher as my number five as well. Uh, my song is. He collaborated with the Howie Men and the song Howie Men. So yes. you know, Willie Nelson was on that too. We'll probably hear his name again in a little bit, but um, I always really liked that song a lot. You know, he was an Army Ranger. Um, and so you know, when he when he landed his helicopter that he stole, because he was already out of the Army, he landed it in Johnny Cash's yard. Um, this song that he shared with me, he, he ended up winning Songwriter of the Year that year on the Country Music Awards. So... Um, Anyway, pretty awesome story there, and um, pretty awesome Americans. So, yeah, um, absolutely. I'm all for all Chris Christopherson. Right. Validated for Chris. Good deal. My number five, here's a surprise for you. Maybe first, you probably know this. I'm going with John Coltrane. And, of course, you know, famous sax player, jazz sax player, great, uh, immortal almost. I'm going to choose the song Blue Train, which is my favorite Coltrane song. And um, Coltrane was in the Navy. He enlisted in the Navy to stay out of the Army. And he was a uh, apprentice seaman, if you will, and uh, stationed in Hawaii. So never knew that about Coltrane until I did my research. So that's our top fives. We're off and running. Good choices so far. Percy, what's number four? My number four is the great John R. Cash, who was a Morse code operator. Mm Mm-hmm. The song I'm going with is These Are My People. And allegedly, it was in Johnny's autobiography that he was the first American to hear of Stalin's death. That has been uh, refuted by several people, but in Johnny's biography, that's what he said, that he was the first person to hear of Stalin's death by Morse code. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? All right, good choice. Jim, can't wait. What's four? All right. Percy, you and I, we we are right on the same wavelength, my friend, um, because Johnny Cash was my next 
choice as well. The song I picked was um, the one of the albums he did in the last few years of his life was um, when, he, when they told him, said, hey, you can record any song that you want. They were trying to get his career back going. Yeah, Rick and he, Rubin. Right, so um, Hurt, the Hurt song, the yeah. song Hurt that was originally recorded by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, I was doing some research and I came across that song and I was just like, oh my gosh, I got floored. It was just such an emotional recording. Yes. Um, I, I I read some reviews and interviews with Trent Reznor, who wrote the song, and after he saw Johnny Cash's version, he goes, you know, that's not my song anymore. Well, yeah, he hated it when Johnny first recorded it, mm -hmm. and then, like you say, he, it's like, that's that's not my... And Johnny pretty did much, that to a lot of people. He did. When Johnny did the American recordings, he, it was all pretty much all covers. Uh, all those songs. And I know one of, one of your favorites is when he did Rusty Cage. I love Rusty Cage. And he just he just made garden. those songs his own. Yeah, it made it so true, so true. And the American recordings, what were there, four or five of them? And if you watch that video to Hurt, it's almost like going to church. If you watch that video. It's like his life story, you know. Yeah, I mean, it really is emotional. My favorite version of that song is done by Mr. Chow. On, uh, well, uh, Chow only need a chance. <laughs> Just give Chow a chance. So, all right. Great selections on number four. My number four is by my man, Jimi Hendrix, who uh, was in the Army 101st Airborne for a year. He was absent a lot. Um, he, he'd sort of sneak out to go do late night gigs. But... Uh, you know, it, it eventually worked out. But the uh, the song I'm choosing by Hendrix is Voodoo Child. So love the song and that's that's uh that's my number four. So nitty gritty time. What's your number three, Percy? My number three is by the great James Marshall Hendrix, who was a paratrooper and it's Red House. That's a good choice. Oh the Jimi Hendrix and the the experience debut album. And I have personally myself got to visit Jimi Hendrix's final resting place. Right, in Seattle. Outside of Seattle. Yeah. Did you have some coffee? I had a bunch of coffee. Not like while I was visiting his resting place, but and I haven't been since they were they have built a statue and I haven't been since then. But Yeah. We'll have to go back with a sticker on that sucker. All right. Good choice. Jim, number three for you. All right, number three for me is Willie Nelson, Blue Eyes, Crying in the Rain. Boom. Um, Great song. You know, Willie was in the U.S. Air Force. He's only in there for like nine months. He had a back injury and um, and got medically discharged. And I read an article that said um, they suspect he'd been self-medicating ever since. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, he has. He has. So the, thing I love about, so, so the thing I love about that song, you know, it's, it's less than two minutes long. It's just him and his guitar trigger. And um, it's just, it's just a perfect song. It is. And, um, well, it was good about taking somebody else's song. Yeah. And going to number one with it. Yeah. And he did that with that song, which was Elvis's song. Mm -hmm. That was Elvis's song to Priscilla. Okay. That was his. Always on my mind was his song to Priscilla. Good stuff. And no matter you know how how I did wrong. You were always on my mind. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, know, I Willie. Screwed up, but you were always on my mind. Yeah. Willie took Georgia on my mind. Yep, he, he did. He took a lot of songs and made yep. them his. Well, Whiskey River like was not his song, but he made it his own. Yeah. 
you know, in the Napster LimeWire days when everybody was downloading music and putting <laughs> yeah, it on an iPod, you know, I remember I download, one day I just said, you know, I put Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain on there because I'm, I'm not really a country music guy. But even today, if I get that iPod out and I'm flipping through songs and a song comes on and go, no, I don't want to hear that one. No, I don't, I don't want to hear that one. I always stop for Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. I said, I got two minutes for that one. Every How time. can you pause or, or skip Blue Eyes Crying? And you know, who, you know who recorded that um, way before Willie did? No. It was a song written by Fred Rose, and Hank Williams Sr. recorded that song. Wow. Good way stuff. before what Willie did. Good stuff. Good selection so far, guys. My number three is by the one and only John Fogarty. Creedence Clearwater Revival. John was an Army reservist, uh, eventually got reclassified as a 4F, which basically means you flunked the physical. Is that right, Jim? That's correct. He, um, he was unfit for military service, basically. Unfit, yes. But he was in as a reservist, so it counts. Uh, my song is Wrote a Song for Everyone. So uh, a lot of people might have picked Fortunate Son, uh, and that was obvious. Uh, but I wanted to go with Road Song for Everyone. So. You know, every Huey helicopter in the United States Army has a fortunate stun button that you can press that it makes the song start playing. No way. No, no way. No. I'm Can't just making be. that up. Well, that was a good makeup. It's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, though. All right, that's my number three. Percy, number two for you. My number two is, does anybody know who the Thundering Thumb is? The Thunder and Thumb has to be a bass player. It's Toy Caldwell from the great oh, Marshall Tucker. No, it's not a bass player. He got out of Vietnam from a leg injury from a landmine. And the song I'm picking is their live version of Every Day I Have the Blues. That's a great song. And I haven't heard that it, in a while. It's a great song, but Toy just tears this up. Good choice. Toy Caldwell, Marshall Tucker Band. Good stuff. Jim, your turn. All right. I'm going with Jimi Hendrix, Purple Haze. If there's a better if there's a better rock anthem on the face of this earth, I don't know what it is. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. It's up there. So another interesting thing about Jimi Hendrix is um and this is something that kind of parallels part of my my interest in the United States military in a small way that we won't really cover tonight, but um he had gotten arrested for stealing cars. And the judge gave him the option of go joining the army or going to jail. And um, he so chose, that's how Jimmy got. So he army. chose to go in the army, and um, so then he makes it. You know, he's a paratrooper in the 101st, and um, by all accounts, was a pretty poor soldier. And yeah, um, I bet. So um, he 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 did the the amount of time you know, but he, you know he he did what was asked, and um, and got back home with his rock and roll career. And so, he right. also, while he was in service, he met Billy Cox, who later. On became a member of the band of Gypsies. Okay, good stuff. All right. You know, terrible things he did as a soldier. He said he was accused of sleeping on duty, and then he wanted to play rock. He wanted, he wanted to practice at night in the barracks, yeah. and he kept all the other soldiers awake. So um, <laughs> he was not a very popular fellow. In well, the that's kind of like I'm sure George Jones was a was a service man, and he used to go AWOL just to perform shows. Yeah, and and Jimmy did that too. Jimmy used to sneak out to play late night gigs all the time, according to Google. Anyway, so all right, my number two is John Arcash. Uh, as we mentioned, he was a Morse code interceptor, and uh, I'm going with one that has some military history. 
And uh, my song by Johnny is The Ballad of Ira Hayes. So Iwo Jima, you know, Ira was... Uh, the whiskey-drinking Indian whiskey went drinking to Indian, war. That's right, yeah. So anyway, it's a, that's a great story about Ira Hayes, though, and Johnny sort of, you know, made that uh, clear to, to the public with that song. So that was my number two. We're down to number one. Percy, what's your number one? You know, before we get started. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I bet, since, since we haven't gotten to our number one yet, I don't know who you y'all's number ones are, but I bet they're all the same. So let's just get started. I bet I shock you. Okay. All right. Percy, what's number one for you? My number one is by a man who was in the Ninth Calvary. And does anybody who know, know who Chester A. Burnett was? I do not, Jim. He's also known uh-huh. as the great Howlin' Wolf. Boom. Wow. And my song is Meet Me in the Bottom. What did Howling Wolf do in the military? He was in the Ninth Cavalry. Ninth Cavalry, okay. All right, good deal. Howling Wolf has made a list. That's good stuff. Jim, can't wait. What's your? This is number one, man. Number one. I picked the king, Elvis Presley. Thank you. I'm how glad someone you, how, picked how, Listen, how could you not get Elvis in there? Well, he had to be, and I figured someone was going to. So Elvis got drafted in 1958 as an armor intel specialist. Uh, the song I've put, chosen is All Shook Up. Why do I pick that song? Yeah, when I, when I was a, So when I was a kid, um, my grandmother gave me my dad's stack of 45s that he had when he was young. And I had the original old 45 of Elvis, All Shook Up. Listened to it a lot, and it's just it's the first Elvis song that I really knew. So, um, yeah, there's probably some that, 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 I've, that are probably more popular that I like better, but... Um, that's my favorite. So, um, other interesting thing about Elvis's time in the military, you know, when he when they drafted him, they tried to get him to go into the special services, right, and perform. And but because you know he was so popular, he was going to take two years off. They didn't want anybody else to profit from his performances, so they insisted that he join as a just an average normal soldier and do his do his time. The net result of that number one is you know if he if they'd done recordings. While he was in the military, the military, the U.S. government would have owned the profits to those performances, and they didn't want that to happen. So he didn't right. perform during those two years. Um, but because, you know, because he served the way that he did and he served honorably, you know, he got promoted to E-5, to sergeant. I never made that rank. Um, so he was a non-commissioned officer. He, he earned the respect in, in a new fan base of people who were much older than him. So... Um, you know, it led to it, it enhanced his popularity in his career. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that whole story. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so did you just skip from private to colonel? No, no, no. So I started as a private E two when I first enlisted, and I was enlisted for seven years total time. I got my commission through officer candidate school. Right. So, so you went to look like lieutenant. Right. So I became a second lieutenant when I commissioned there. But um, the nineties were kind of a slow time in the military, and. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was easier to go to officer can easier to get a degree go to officer candidate school, get promoted to captain, than it was to make E five at that time when I was in. So um, how about that? So anyway, Elvis made he was not NCO and I never made that rank. So um, my hats off to and my salute to the king. To the king. All right. Well, I got a shocker for you. I'm going. My number one is Sturgill Simpson. I'm a big Sturgill fan. 
Sturgill served in the U.S. Navy. He was a uh, he worked at the like com combat information center. Uh, I think he went four four plus years in the Navy. And uh, the song I'm going for it. He he sung about uh, a, a few songs about his time in the service. But I'm choosing sea stories because that was really about his time in the Navy. So and I love Sturgill. So guys, we had some good selections, good stories. Jim, as I knew you would, you would, you did your homework and you brought some good information for us, and we appreciate that. Um, before we wrap up, we got a couple things. Number one is Percy's pick. What's your pick for the week? Now, this is usually, this is a cover. Percy's going to pick a cover of a cover or a cover of a cover. What I'm, you got? I'm picking a uh, military person that covered somebody else's song, and this is just for you. But there was a man who achieved the rank of first sergeant in the army. And it was the great Buck Owens. Shit. And his cover of the Eagles, Tequila Sunrise. Damn. Buck has made the damn list again. And I'm trying to clean this up. But you had to do it, didn't you? I did. Just for you. Thank you. I love you back. All right. (laughs) So that was Percy's pick. Um, next week, I do want to say we got road trips. It's Thanksgiving week. Is that Thanksgiving week next week? It is. My goodness gracious. Uh, we're going to do road trips. Everybody's on the road during Thanksgiving, going to someone's house. We got, uh, your friend, John Clemens coming on. Uh, we're looking forward. He's a, he's a listener and, uh, he is, uh, giving us some valuable feedback over time and we're looking forward to having him on. To do road trips for Thanksgiving. Jim, is there anything else? You want to give some shout outs? Oh, gosh. Some of your military guys, your, your lovely wife, whatever. You know, I would be remiss if I didn't call out to the um, Alabama Army National Guard. You know, they provided me so many incredible opportunities. You know, countless you know, deployments, countless mobilizations for hurricanes, Hurricane Katrina, some of the finest individuals I've ever met in my entire life. You know, my first deployment from 03 to 04 during Iraqi Freedom One, I lived in a tent with four other guys. Um, when you live in the same tent together for a whole year, you're either going to love each other or you're going to hate each other's guts. And I love these guys closer than my own family. Um, interesting thing is, all the five of us who lived in that tent together, every one of us has achieved the rank of colonel. And, That's um, amazing. We, we've either been promoted to or been selected to, and will be soon. Um, it was it was it was a dream team of soldiers to, to serve with. Um, Nathaniel Jones, Brad Benton, Jason Wells, Eric Murphy. I love you guys like brothers, and um, I wish we had a business together because we would um, we'd all be millionaires. We'd have a room in the back where we could all wrestle every day. Um, <laughs> That's great, and um, it'd be phenomenal. So, um, did you guys have a still in that tent? We did not have a still, but we had a bar, and it was not Good. technically within regular. You know, it was. Um, People could probably could have gotten in trouble back then because it was it was prohibited, but um, it was overlooked. Really, it was overlooked by all. Um, and you know, and I finished my career with the Army U.S. Army Reserve, and um, I got to command uh, an entire hospital in San Antonio, Texas, nine hundred some hundred odd people, and um, some of the most dedicated, finest people I ever got to serve with. And um, it's, it was a phenomenal experience, phenomenal career, and. Um, Proud to have done it and proud to get the chance to um, talk about some of those folks tonight. 
Well, you said proud. We're proud of you. This town's proud of you. The country's proud of you. We're glad you're on, and thank you very much. And I mean that from right here. Thank you. So thanks for coming on. We hope to have you back, um, and we will have you back. You came prepared, and we appreciate it. So it's a great show. Thanks again, Jim. Wilkie, thanks as always. Percy, with those lion eyes you got, love you back. And all I got to say is bye-bye.